will be will be dismantled, will be removed. The Lord says, your walls are continually before me. God is concerned about us, our welfare, everything that concerns us, He's concerned with. Isn't that marvelous? My Father cares about me. But the enemy, the enemies that I have, they are real enemies. We can't pretend in a fantasy world that it's just us. God has given us the assurance that the enemies, the walls of our enemies will come crumbling down. What an assurance. What a victory. Satan will set up these forts. will set up these ramparts. He will set up a siege plan. Haven't we seen that? How many different ways has he tried that? And he continues to try. To do what? Hopefully take us over and destroy us. But God comes just like he did with Sennacherib. And he absolutely decimates the armies of the enemies. Hallelujah. How many times have we seen that with the children of Israel? Fighting enemies. When they were walking right, no enemy could stand before them. What an assurance. When we walk before the Lord with the fear of the Lord, nothing can stand against us. The word is unstoppable. That's actually the testimony of every believer. It's the truth. We are unstoppable. We're invincible. How do we know that? Because God has promised it. We're in His protection when we follow His will. When we find out how do I conduct my affairs, how do I interact with my family, how do I do my job, how do I seek the Lord, everything is there in the book, the Holy Word. God says, I will build your walls up, but I destroy the walls of your enemies. Hallelujah. And they came to this Jericho, Now, Jericho was taken over, but unfortunately, there are captives in Jericho still, you see. In every city and where we are, people are held in bondage. By who? It's not by the people of Jericho. It's by the demons that are over Jericho. The Lord came and he had a purpose to set a particular person free who is afflicted with the blindness from the devil and the spirit of the Lord is upon Jesus Christ to set that captive free to give recovery of sight to the blind. Diseases come because sin is in the world, because sin brings forth death. And disease and sickness is after all the result of death that enter into the world and it's a slow dying, isn't it? Is it not? Diseases and sicknesses are evidences of death working. There's a destruction of the immune system. There's a destruction of healthy red blood cells. There's a destruction of tissues and nerves, as we heard yesterday in the service. The prophecy came, the healing came, the release of the healing gift for those who have tissue damage. God was healing the inflammation. Hallelujah. Jesus comes and he does all kinds of miracles for us. There was a captive here and they came to Jericho and he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people. 
as he went this direction, as he went in this direction, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. Let me read that again. Now they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great multitude, a crowd of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. The Lord has specifically found a man who needs deliverance. And there's a demonstration in the Holy Word of the kind of faith that man manifested to secure a miracle. You see the interaction. God has recorded it so we can learn from it. In our situation, we can duplicate the faith of this man who people would have thought was useless. They don't want to see his face. They don't want to hear anything about him. He's blind. He cannot function the way normal people can function. God is going to show how this man is functioning functioning at a higher level than those quote-unquote normal people. Why? Because he's exercising faith in the son of the living God. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, not just any Bartimaeus, but this son of Timaeus. Bar meaning son, and Timaeus, the father's name. Stat by the road begging. Such an impoverished state. Impoverished state. Nothing going for him. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. How many people have you seen when you're driving or maybe walking, holding up cardboard signs, some of them sleeping, some of them sitting. Sometimes they have a shopping cart or some kind of makeshift vehicle slash storage unit, mobile storage unit, containing perhaps all the possessions they have on earth. What happened? We don't know. In most cases, we don't know how they got there. They may have a sign indicating what happened. We don't know what the truth is. But the fact is, they're begging. If they only exercise faith in the Son of God. We have seen people, many, many people as we have traveled. Same state. That is, same state of affairs. Begging is another day to beg. Why? Because I need to get food or whatever they do with it. I need to continue survival. But there have been those in that crowd among the multitudes of poor people who were told by someone, Jesus loves you. Look up that block over there. You see that mission with that cross? Why don't you go over there? Here, I can get you a sandwich here, but you know what? They have a feast over there. Did you ever try that? And they hear the gospel. Whole life has changed. Not only are they no longer poor, they become a beaming light, beaming light, a tremendous resource in the kingdom of God to bless many people. How does that happen? Because they exercise faith. 
the message came. This man had heard. He had heard. This is not just another Yeshua. It's not just another Jesus. But this is Jesus of Nazareth. This is the miracle-working Jesus. He heard he was coming. Have we cried like that? Do we cry like that? Or do we jump to our go-to resolutions for various things in our lives? Or is it the first thing, Lord Jesus, I need your wisdom. Lord, I need your counsel. Lord, I need your presence. Lord, I need your miracle. Lord, I know not only will my problem get solved by the problem solver, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever I'm going through, whatever age you are, whatever you're going through, Jesus can solve all of the problems. People say that's, that's a, must be a fairy tale. Can you imagine a child in school telling another classmate when this child is tempted to commit suicide or go on some kind of wild, immoral pursuit? This child is uh, one who cheats on the exams. And another child says to this classmate, I trust Jesus. He begins to hear that Jesus solved this problem in my home. He solved that problem. And they think, you know what? This is too good to be true. But we have found a Savior who exceeds all our expectations. Hallelujah. He is real. Jesus of Nazareth can do the miracles. He began to cry out and say, Jesus, Son of David, Son of David. Coming from the royal line. He had a, a revelation, this Bartimaeus. He believed. This is not just any Jesus. He's the Jesus of Nazareth, and that too, the son of David. Who's David? God said, the sure mercies of David, or unto David. He was the man after God's own heart, the premier Jewish king. That name, like Abraham, which is eternally great in the sight of God. And Jesus is the one Messiah coming from that line. It's the promised Savior. Have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet. Don't talk about your faith. We know how to believe Jesus and we know how to listen to sermons. We know how to have religion, but you keep quiet. You're a bother. Well, this man was after a blessing from the Almighty God. He cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still. He was on the move. He was on the move. He was passing through. When he heard the man's cry, he knows everything. He knows exactly who he is before he even comes to see him. We saw that with Nathaniel. When you read the other gospel, that Nathaniel was shocked. He came to Jesus and he said, How do you know me? Because the Lord revealed the man's character. Spirit of prophecy. He said, here's an Israelite in whom there's no deceit. 
There's no fraud in this man. He's a man of integrity. Nathaniel said, how do you know me? I don't know you. He said, I saw you far away when you were by that fig tree. Supernatural revelation. Nathaniel was stunned. Jesus knew. Jesus knew exactly about this man's story. And he knows my story. He knows your story. He knows not only the story of our lives, quote-unquote, he knows our story today. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. He knows my story this morning. He knows your story. He knows exactly what we're going through, what's happening in our minds, what kind of feeling we woke up with, or those who are up already, have gone through the day with. What are the responsibilities, the pressures of life? And what about the harassment from the devil? And what about the promises of God? And all these things, can I handle it? I cannot handle it. Neither can you. Jesus brightens the way. He shows us it's so simple. You put me first, blessings will follow you. Your problems will get solved. Many warned this man, keep quiet. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be happy. Be overjoyed. Be of good cheer. Get up. He's calling you. You found an audience of one. You managed to get the hearing of the miracle maker. People are telling him, Be quiet. It's embarrassing. Keep on screaming like this. Plus, who are you, you see? If it was a centurion that came down the road, nobody would bother to stop him. They can't stop him. If it was one of the religious leaders and they started crying out, Jesus, have mercy on me, they wouldn't dare tell him to be quiet. But a blind man is less than a human being, really. I mean, if you don't have eyes, you might as well not be born. Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? You have some kind of curse attached to you and you're stuck. You got, got bad karma. You're stuck. Sorry. But do us a favor. For the people who do have eyes, you're a big nuisance. So don't cry. How hard the human heart can become. How callous. Praise God, our Savior is not like that. All he loves from the heart. He cares and he comes to us where we are suffering. Nobody wants to help us, but Jesus does. They said, you happy now? Made a big commotion? Go. He's calling you. The moment he heard that, he ditched everything else that he knew and ran to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. To just throw away all of the things in life that keeps me in this new year from abandoning myself 100% to God. Throw it away. It's trash. He threw it aside. He rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, Jesus saw, he knew exactly what he needed 
He knew the determination also. Hallelujah. Jesus heard the man calling, and now he's running to him, and he answers him. He stood still. He commanded him to be called. Now he answers him. So now you've come. I called you. Have mercy on you. But what do you want me to do for you? Our prayers. God delights in prayers that are specific. How do we know that? Because His promises. Thousands of them in the Bible. One promise would be fantastic coming from God, wouldn't it? If I can go through the 66 books of the Bible, 1189 chapters, excess of 31,000 verses, and all of that, canvassing that, and come up with one promise and just put a spotlight. I found a promise. I found a promise. God said He'd do it. Would you, would you go to your friend? Would you go to your boss? Would you go to a family member and they make a promise to you? Do you go through life doubting everybody? You find, even if you start up that way, you know what? I thought that all people are promise breakers. But I found someone that said they'll meet me here at this time and they showed up. I can trust this person. That person says that I'm going to give you this and they follow through. I actually got it. Lo and behold, there are human beings that I can trust. How much more the living God, when He gives us His word, we can trust Him implicitly, without reservation. But what if I go through the scriptures instead of going through and combing through over 31,000 verses and finding just one promise? Oh, it's good enough for me. Thousands of promises. Thousands of promises. And with the promises, the point is that I can pray specifically, Jehovah Rapha, you are the Lord that heals me. Oh God, you're the God who forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Exodus 15, Psalm 103, and Isaiah 53. And he's borne my infirmities and carried all my sorrows. He's my healer. Oh, I've got already three promises here. Specifically about healing. God's will is for me to be healed. I'm settled on that. Life produces healing. Hallelujah. Jesus came to give abundant life. No longer do I need to be with these rags and with this blindness. Jesus can set me free. Hallelujah. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What a difference He makes in our lives when we believe His Word and go to Him with that promise. We have a lot more than blind Bartimaeus. But with what he had, he got results. Shouldn't we follow people who get results? It's all good. Jesus said, what is it you want for me to do for you? You believe that I can do something? What is it you want? The blind man said to him, it's no mystery here, Rabboni, teacher, master, rabbi, I really want to see, that I may receive my sight. All I know is darkness. 
all in those darkness, going through life begging, pleading, seeking handouts. People oppress me all the time. They say nasty things to me, Lord. They think I'm not paying attention. You see, since I'm blind, the sense of hearing is pretty acute. It's very sharp. I can pick up on so many things that other human beings who can see probably don't pick up on. And I've heard all the nasty comments about me. I'm no good. I'm trash. I'm a burden. And I saw, for those who can see, yes, a blind man. Nobody wants me, not even my family. What am I producing for them? What am I giving them? Burdens. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I believe that somebody has compassion on me. It's just Jesus and his power to follow through on his good intentions for me. What is it you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. He just asked him specifically. He didn't just can't come with a generic blessing. Oh, my son, I'm so sorry you're blind. God has something good for you, but here, let me just pat you on the head and tell you God bless you and go on my way. I have important things to do. And obviously, you were born this way. Um, you're stuck. That's your lot in life. No. Whatever fate, lot, destiny, the enemy tries to put on you, doesn't mean it's God's will. God's will is life and that more abundantly. Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. There's nothing mysterious here in the language the Lord employed when he asked the man, What does he want? The man told him specifically, I want this. Hallelujah. The Lord said, you can go. Your faith has given you the result you're seeking. Our faith, our faith is so important in the equation that will produce a miracle. When there's no sign of life, Jesus said, you trust me, I'll bring something out of nothing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever situation you're facing, it looks hard. The way looks hard. It looks impossible. How long has it been? You see? These are things that come through our minds. These rationalizations that come in our minds with the help of Satan to try to bring human reasoning before God. God is the God who is beyond all of our logic. He's a God who produces miracles. The Lord told him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Trust me. You've trusted me. You have what you asked for. And you see, the word came from the master. Can you imagine that scenario? He's passing through Jericho. The man is crying out over there. People are telling him, keep, keep quiet. And all of a sudden, Jesus stops right there in his tracks. Can you picture the Savior's head, his face, 
turn to the direction of that lonely soul, a Mr. Crowd, and a cry that was so bothersome to the rest of the people. Stand still. He turns that direction. He says, call him to me. Tell him to come. The man throws off whatever's important to him in this life, perhaps his only belonging, or belongings, his garment. He said, I'm diving in. I'm parting company with what I really need. The garment is very, very important. Very, very important, obviously. Especially to keep from cold and have protection from the blazing sun. So many things, especially in that day and age, and especially in this man's condition, how valuable that article of clothing would have been. He couldn't be without it, but he said, but Jesus is calling me. Hallelujah. Jesus is calling me. I know, when I go to him, all of my problems will be solved. When I go to Jesus, when I call on Jesus, hallelujah, he will move heaven and earth to bless me. He's my problem solver. The next step was the Lord asking the question, what do you want me to do for you? What if I put my name there and you put your name there? The Lord says, what do you want? He's so generous. We can never ask him too much. Glory be to God. We can never exhaust his promises. We can never say, Lord, is there a cap on this, you know? Is there a cap on this, Lord, that I can ask you for three things today and that's it? You get upset with me if I come to you for a fourth thing. You know what the Lord says? Be it unto you according to your faith. If you have faith, that I can do all things for you. I can give you peace. I can give you joy. I can give you food, clothing. I can give you fellowship that is sincere with people who love me. I can bless you and surround you with my presence. I can make you a champion for me. I can use your life mightily. I can take you from being a beggar and blind, lonely, depressed, and make you someone that will turn this world upside down for my name. Glory be to the Lord. He said, what I want is my sight. But you see, this man receiving the natural eyesight has actually produced spiritual vision for a lot of people, including me and you today. Because the miracle that came from heaven through the Lord Jesus Christ was not just for the natural eyesight to be restored, but the record of that miracle is translated into benefits for us today where our spiritual vision gets sharper on how to approach the Lord Jesus Christ and get the blessing from Him for our situation today. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. He'll take care of you. He'll make things well. Don't worry. The Lord said, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately, 
he received his sight. The moment the word came out of the Lord's mouth. You see, the conversation is very simple and fairly quick. But by the time the second statement came from the Lord Jesus, in response to the man's answer that he needs not be blind anymore, he needs eyesight, the moment the word went from Jesus' mouth, immediately he received a sight and followed Jesus on the road. The miracle that God does for us is to relieve us of our burden. But it's also to perfect God's nature in us. This man began to follow Jesus. As we heard yesterday, he didn't just come for bread and fish. How many people go to God and they transfer things from their old religion or religious ideas Yes, God will bless us all around, everywhere in our lives. But what a pity to say, Lord, I want this, I want that, I want that. I'm going to exercise my faith. I can believe more in your name. God will do things, but his heart will be utterly grieved. And we'll be the biggest loser if we don't understand. This is all about following the Lord all the way through a path called the cross. Standing up for the name of the Lord Jesus. Not being a coward, backing down, but saying, Lord, you laid everything on the line for me. You gave your life. How can I not give everything for you? I don't care. I don't care what people say. Try to shut me down. Try to harass me and threaten me. I will proclaim that I am a Christ follower. He's my life. I love him more than anything else. I can't keep quiet about him. I can't keep quiet about him. I don't care. What people say. And in our situation, our faith can make us well too. God makes our spiritual vision clear. How do I get blessings from God? I need to trust his word. I need to know his promises. I must read the word of God like never before. In this new year, shall we commit to that? God, I want to read now with the spiritual lenses. I need that eye solve that you gave or offered, Lord, to that lukewarm Christian group called the Laodiceans in the book of Revelation. He said, I have eye solve to offer you. I have this treatment I want to give you. There's a medicinal reference there to the people in that region in the first century. This thing that can help the eyes. And the Lord said, I have something for you. From heaven. I saw from heaven. It's going to give you clear vision. May we commit to the word of God and say, Lord, I'm going to read. But I need the Holy Spirit to unveil to me, even in a short passage like this. How to get the transfer from the pages of Holy Scripture. Into my life, I've received something. I'm digesting something, making my faith stronger. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God can make me breathe. God can make me walk. God can make me talk. God can make me see. God can make me stand up for the truth. God can give me boldness. God can make me productive in His kingdom. 
oh God, I want to be used by you, but I keep hitting roadblocks. Every time I want to do something, it ends up in the flesh. God, help me. I have this failure syndrome. God can pull us out of that pit. But we keep trying to do things our way and mix it with God's way. That won't work. It has to be, Lord, I'm coming to you with total surrender. You, break me, mold me, and make me, Lord, to be exactly what you called me to do. I don't want to live another second outside of your will. My God. You have faith for that? God is eagerly waiting to do that for each of us. That we will soar. As I'm saying this, I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm seeing an eagle flying. Just as I'm saying this, an eagle flying. God wants us to soar in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory be to God. With every storm that comes, every problem, we'll be able to overcome it and ascend like the eagle, mounted with wings. That's our story. That's our heritage from God. Why forfeit it? We're meant to be overcomers. Every area. Because we have Jesus. I can run to my rabbi, my master, more than that, my Lord and Savior. Never do I need to feel lonely. It's true. If I know God's word, every promise in the book is mine. Among them, the Lord said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. You come after me. Everything you ever needed and much, much more will come after you to bless you. Go your way. Your faith in me, in my word, has made you well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God of the impossible. No door is too strong for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This morning, Lord, this morning, Lord, we have things yet to be resolved in our lives, each of us. Things that we're looking to you for. But today, you've given us, Lord, more of your truth. Reinforced it. And calling us to come up higher. To believe you. You will shoot down the pain in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes. You will mend that which is broken. You will straighten that which is crooked. You will fill us to overflowing, Lord, suddenly. Praise be to the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we're reaching out to you. Flood us with your tremendous peace, Lord. Flood us, Lord, with the power from heaven. That, Lord, we can see you before it even happens in the natural. Knocking down walls that the enemy has put up. And building our walls to be strong and fortified. Thank you, Lord. You promised power and might. As you recorded in the book of Ephesians through the Apostle Paul by the Holy Spirit. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
And thank you, Father, that you have come to give us a word this morning. Thank you, Jesus, to strengthen our faith greatly. That we are unstoppable. We are unstoppable because we have you. Glory be to your holy name. Jesus, I pray that you stretch forth your hands, Lord. Stretch forth your mighty hand, Lord. Pull up your people from any kind of torment. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, pull them up, Lord. I pray and I, I extend my hand like the apostles did and pull them up by the arms and say, Rise, stand on your feet. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Thank you for teaching us to exercise faith. To make a bold step in faith that God has heard my cry. And God is coming through. He's doing something new in me. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You called us to be another man, another woman. Someone else, Lord. And what we were last year. Victorious in Jesus. No more pitying myself. No more crying and complaining. No more saying, well, I'm weak in faith, I'm weak in that. But saying, Lord, you've imparted your faith into me today. I will trust you, my Savior. Not only all the way, but for everything I need to be victorious in your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for imparting your grace, Lord, to every believer. Everyone on the call, Jesus, to be all that you called them to be, Lord, even this very day, even this day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for supplying all our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. For being our healer of this vessel, this body that you've given us, which is called the temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh my God, you have built a temple? You built us a temple. You built the community of believers a temple. And the temple is our very physical bodies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You dwell in this temple. Let healing proceed from heaven into the temples of God right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray your healing virtue descend upon the heads of your people down to the soles of their feet that every infirmity be vanquished, conquered in the name of Jesus. Set them free, Lord. Set them free, Lord. Set them free, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. 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 That they may walk in the power of the Lord. In the strength of the Almighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're no longer lame, no longer blind, deaf, or mute, but living, victorious soldiers, Lord. We're called to accomplish great things for our great Savior. Thank you, Lord. 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 